This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello, everybody. This is the Evil Chocolate Cookie bringing you today's edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles. And we are finally in semi-final territory. So just before we start talking about the game in general today, I do want to explain how this works. I know we're... If you're here, you're a Jeopardy fan. So I'm pretty sure you know how this works. But in case people don't, in case they're new Jeopardy fans and haven't seen anything like this before. Three semifinal matches. The winner of each one advances on to the final, which is a two-game total point situation. As Alex used to say, it's a two-game total point affair. And then the winner of that gets a hundred thousand bucks and a spot in the next tournament of champions. I wish they'd share. I could use I could use some of that hundred thousand bucks. <laughs> I'm I'm being silly. No, don't mind me. But with that explanation of the rules out of the way... Oh, actually, before we go any further, I do want to congratulate you guys on getting to 2,000 listens across platforms. I'm, I just checked our analytics page before I started recording, and it said we were at 2,036. I think the next time I speak up will be when we hit 2,500 and then 5,000. Can we do it? I believe we can. So let's do it. But at any rate, let's go on into the game. And of course, we're going to start doing that by meeting our contestants or in this case, re-meeting them because we've already met them. We had Joe number one, Lawrence and Sam. And why do I say it like that? Because we have two Joes in the finals. And I can't keep up with I can't keep up with contestant last names very easily. There were two Joes, like I said, there were two Joes, and I don't remember which one played today. So I'm just going to number them. We'll see Joe number two sometime next week. <laughs> and I'm just numbering them like that based on when we see them. So we saw Joe number one today, and we'll see Joe number two either Monday or Tuesday. But at any rate, this game, this one was kind of a plot twist game. Because Lawrence had a, hold, a good hold on the game there for a, quite the long while. I actually think he had the lead, including a very, very gutsy daily double move in the Jeopardy round, where he bet everything. He had the lead all the way into Double Jeopardy, I do believe. But then Double Jeopardy, Sam is in third place and gets to go first. Well, he lands the Daily Double right out of the gate and bets everything he's got. And without hesitating, gets it 100% right. And zoom, into the lead he goes. And then he stays there. It was... 
it wasn't it wasn't a completely uncatchable lead though Uh, Joe had problems out of a daily double later in the game because he missed it. Fortunately, he's, he was smart and made a small wager, so it didn't hurt him as badly as it could have. But a missed daily double is a missed daily double, and that's lost money, so. It smarted, but it didn't hurt as bad as it could have. By the end of the double jeopardy round, it was it was anybody's game. Sam had the lead, but it was not an impossible to overcome lead. Final Jeopardy was interesting because nobody got it right. Well, I say nobody got it right. But we had one contestant who almost got it right. He was on the right track, but he used the wrong he used the wrong uh prefix to the guy's name. Or the wrong title, I should say. They were looking for a prince, and this this guy accidentally said he was a king. So, they, of course, had to count that one wrong. And it cost him all his money. Which sucked. But even though everybody got it wrong, it was Sam who made the wager to secure himself a spot in the finals. Because he made a very, very small wager from his already rather large lead and was able to keep his spot so we will be seeing sam in the finals on wednesday and that this is why i call it a plot twist game is because it twisted it twisted into an entirely different game basically right at the midpoint once once sam landed that daily double and made the made the wager he made and answered it correctly, the game, the whole game turned around. And, you know, that's why I've always said it only takes one clue to turn a game around. And we just saw that. So, yeah, that's that's something to keep in mind. Is, that's all it takes sometimes, is one clue. Just, just that one clue. And sometimes a little bit of guts and a little bit of luck. Then again, that's the formula for Jeopardy anyway. Your brains, your guts, and your luck. That's what it takes to win Jeopardy. I think I figured that out watching all all of this. (sighs) But at any rate, everyone did an amazing job. It was... I don't remember everybody from their original runs. But those I do remember, it was awesome seeing them again. And those I don't, it was awesome seeing them again, even though I don't remember them. Or seeing them for the first time if I missed their original runs because my TV provider was being a jerkazoid. And I look forward to the rest of the, well, the rest of the tournament. So I'm going to go ahead and sign this off for the night. I really don't have much of a choice. I'm kind of in a battery crisis, but yeah, I'm, I am going to shut up. So I just want to say thank you folks for listening. Thank you for the 2000 overall plays. I will see you tomorrow. Good night, everybody. And as Alex would say, so long, everybody.
This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast, an evil chocolate cookie production. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast, an evil chocolate cookie production.